Okay, start the show over. That was terrible. I thought you were going to like cut all that out. I, it wasn't even that good, so let's start over. All right, man. Start it over. Okay, go ahead. It's Just cut it right here, dude. You, you, you're going to listen to it anyway, right? Yeah. So just start here. Okay. All right. Well, there are some technical difficulties. We haven't had those in a while, so we started the show over. <laughs> unbeknownst to you. Yeah, unbeknownst to you, Dave. Sorry, Dave, for the inconvenience. <laughs> so talk about your fucking stupid raccoon story. I already told it a million times. <clears throat> million times. Last Sunday was the blood eclipse or the blood flower eclipse or whatever. So we watched that. It was around, what, 10 o'clock? Whatever. We, I, I guess that was the end of it. 10 o'clock, or not the end of it, but... I went to bed, basically, about 10.30 or so, and then around midnight, I guess Z heard a fucking fight in the backyard, like a vicious animal fight, and uh, she turned on the porch light, and she kind of like made a sound like, hey, you know, whatever, however she did, and it scared him off or whatever. Were you awake at this time, or did she wake you up? I was asleep. Yeah. We hear animal fights once in a while, you know. But she said this one sounded bad. And uh, then Monday morning, of course, we were waking up. Or, and then she's like told me about it. And she's, yeah, I heard something last night. And she's looking in the backyard. And something happened over here. And she's, and then sure enough, there's a little dead baby raccoon. They get, like, oh, man. I go, she goes, what is it? Because she couldn't tell. But I knew by the tail. You can tell by it was a raccoon. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll uh, I'll bury it later. So I put like a, a bucket over it so that Chance doesn't fuck with it like during the day or whatever. So we just put a bucket there and then I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to work. I'll bury it after work. And then uh, fucking nine o'clock in the morning, I hear Chance just, he barks a lot. I have a barky dog, but he was barking like a, he was just bark, bark, bark. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And I ran upstairs and, and Z's yelling at him, like, Chance, get inside the house. And we were babysitting, we're not dog sitting, freaking her sister's dog. So all these dogs are like, you know, what the fuck's going on? And sure enough, there's another alive raccoon trying to climb the wall, my brick wall. And it's going pretty good, man. It's it's climbing up the wall. I'm like, oh, shit, you know. And, and of course, you can't grow up a wall straight up. You have to have, like, kind of a, you know, an incline so that she can be climb to safety so basically you know she's climbing up the wall and then she falls down like oh crap and fucking chance get inside the house you know and get chance in and of course the raccoon's still freaking out and still trying to escape the situation that she's in and then finally she's just like lays at the corner and she's you can tell she's just scared and she's making that raccoon sound and her she's breathing hard and it's like, okay, so I'm going to call these, you know, animal control. Find animal control. It's like, yeah, sorry, we don't do anything. It's like, really? She goes, yeah, you know, it's pretty much up to you. And I'm like, okay. And then so I called another. She goes, here's another number. And it was another freaking animal control thing, which who knew there was more than one. But they didn't do anything either. And she goes, well, here, here's one in, in Lions. It's a uh, rehab. It's for wildlife, wildlife rehab. So, of course, I call him, and she goes, okay, yeah, we, we do take them. And she goes, did you touch it? I'm like, no. She goes, hey, good, you just saved its life. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh, 
so we, and I think in now that, but anyway, I'll, I'll talk, come back to that later. So, cause you put it in a box, you know, make sure there's a door for her, you know, so that her mom can come get her and put her inside the box. And, you know, we, we put the box like this so that she like kind of slides into the box and whatever. And she's scared as fuck and still making raccoon noises and, I put her in the back back of the the backyard where there, we have another fence so that chance can't get over there and we set her up and it's a hot day it's like 80 degrees 70 degrees we put her some into the shade and you know we we put uh, an old towel in there with her a hot water bottle so to keep her warm and then and then you're like all right well what do we do she says well you just kind of wait now you know and and it's like we're we're feeling bad it's like well let's put some water in there you know so we put some water in there and they're still feeling bad. You know, like at this point you're like, well, what do we do, man? This fucking baby's just here, you know? And, uh, so we give her some cat treats and the next day or the next morning or whatever, she's, or the mom, she, mom didn't pick her up. I'm like, ah, fuck. And then, like it's uh, like a daycare. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> if she's going to, if she has a den in our like neighborhood or, yeah. So anyway, so th- that was Tuesday, and that was the night that we saw that fucking Phoebe Bridgers chick and and Z. Like she was in charge of like keeping an eye on it because well, we already had the tickets, and you know. Anyway, so Z's texting me during the whole thing, like, "Yeah, I'm playing that." They wanted us to play like uh, a YouTube clip of another raccoon, baby raccoon. She was doing, she was playing like these raccoon sounds and then that made our raccoon start like crying, you know, trying to get out and climbing out of the box or whatever the fuck. And, and that kind of depressed me. And like, I was, I was sad, man. I'm like, fuck, man. We just, we just made this fucking raccoon a orphan, you know, you know, this, this, their, their life just completely changed right there, you know, and it's, it's a fucking rodent, you know, I, I know that, but. I just felt bad, you know, for the situation, even if it is, even if they don't know what's going on. And then what, Wednesday morning, like the, after the show, we're like, oh, we'll go check. Hopefully mom came after hearing that song or whatever they were. Nope. She wasn't there. So fuck, let's go. We drove out to Alliance, Colorado, which is about an hour, an hour and a half, maybe on with traffic. It's, it's a little bit, it's about 15 miles past Boulder. So if you're familiar with that, <clears throat> anyway, I wonder if they like they chased the mom off, and the mom was for- mortally wounded. Like they, she died yeah, from injuries. Yeah, exactly. And then so it, it happened to kill one of the babies. Who, yeah, I in mean, the scuffle. It had to. I, I can't imagine. I don't know how long the fight lasted, but Izzy said she went out there and like turned on the light, and everybody scurried off. But I'm thinking it was a fox. You know, it had to have been a fox. Or a coyote. I haven't seen a coyote in a while. And maybe it could be a fucking bobcat. Apparently there's bobcats in our neighborhood now. So I don't know, man. And then so we dropped off the that uh, raccoon. And like, okay, well, you know, I feel better now. She's in good hands. She's be taken care of, we hope. And it turns out it's a girl. We were calling it, we were calling it Rocky at first, and then we changed it to Broccolina. It's like, okay, well... Rockalina's in good hands now. And now it's, now it's named Waffles yeah, by now. the people there. Well, thanks for ruining it. Well, I didn't ruin anything. You did. I didn't. You you did. But anyway, so flash forward to fucking 
Friday night. It's a crazy snowstorm here, crazy spring snowstorm, late May. Our internet goes out because I was talking to my sister on FaceTime or whatever, and all of a sudden the internet just goes out. So they're like, oh, what happened? Like, no internet. And then around 1 o'clock in the morning, no power. And then I just, uh, we woke up like a normal time, 6 or 7. We just sat there, and it was cold inside the house because there's still no power. It was like 50 degrees in the house. So we just laid in bed until like 9 o'clock. And all of a sudden we hear this big old crack like she goes what the fuck was that and and it didn't sound that distressing to me though that's just chance you know and then she looked out the window and sure enough our freaking tree in our front yard just like cracked with the the weight of the snow on it just split in half and then uh, i'm like oh my god you know it's just like just what i need another whatever and it's, it's right in front of our freaking like garage. So like you, we couldn't get out cause the power's out. But you when, know, once the power does come on, you know, we we're going to have a big ass tree in front of us and I don't have a chainsaw anymore. My chainsaw battery died. So I'm like, it's like, all right, well, what do we do? And then, uh, I'm like, all right, fuck it. I pulled out some old handsaws that we had in our shed and it's just literally like, a, it's a handsaw, you know, like, and, uh, I chop away at all these fucking branches and shit and, whatever and i'm actually doing a workout and come back to the shed and chances inside the, sh- the shed like all concerned i'm like that's weird what's going on and then i look in there and or and then i hear the sound <laughs> like that's it that's it i'm like oh fuck you know i'm like god damn it we have another fucking raccoon and <laughs> so i tell z she's like no <laughs> sure enough it was hiding underneath the lawnmower so we knew what to do at this point. So we got another box and we like, you know, ch- chase him into that box. It was a lot easier this time because it was he was cornered basically. <clears throat> and then I called uh, Z. Didn't want to go back out there because it's tiring driving out there. I was like, well, let's want to go to fucking Lions, and we went to Lions and dropped off our second. That's when we found out that they named her the first one Waffles, and then Nat suggested Chicken for this one. So hopefully that stuck in that they call them chicken and waffles <laughs> because of course they're brother and sister or sister and sister. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. and uh, of course I had to do- donate. I felt bad because I, I didn't feel responsible for these people, these kits being like orphans now, but it happened in my property. So, and I, they don't really have anything, you know, they, they make all their shit off donations. Yeah. It's so. a, it's a completely nonprofit, you know, everything's on, on, uh, I guess volunteer basis and anyway, so good work. Uh, so Greenwood uh, animal rescue up in Lyons, Colorado. I mean, well, I think what's this? wildlife refuge or yeah, something. whatever yeah. it's, it's up there in Lyons. It's the only one in Colorado apparently, but, uh, that's what I'm kind of find hard to believe is like, well, I mean, that's a, I guess it's, it would be like, it wouldn't be government funded or whatever, but, you would think with Col- being Colorado, they'd have a lot more of these things. But, right, you know. but they're like, well, that's more like animal control or whatever. But that's bullshit, man, because if you didn't have anything like this, then just with the expansion of how many fucking things are out there that, that men make, like just around here, they're building shit. So basically, that's just going to bring more traffic. And not many people would drive all the way to Lions for an animal, so they would probably just take it to the animal control and place and get euthanize it. it. Yeah, euthanize so it. we called. We, yeah, we did call a couple like things. We were like, man, we, 
we were like, we can't just go to Lions. That's bullshit. So we started looking at all these different places and yeah, there's only, there's only like one, one place that'll take like the injuries. And there's another one that'll take like fatal, like not fatal injuries, but like other injuries. Like, Cause we saw those other websites, like we weren't, we we're not taking in anything. So like, I think that's bullshit, man. It's not their fault that they like got orphaned, but whatever. Maybe I'm just being a little too friendly with, you know, rodents. But, I mean, they're intelligent animals, man, you know? Yeah. So, I'm sure they're missing their mom. Like, I don't know about now. It's a week now. But. Yeah, Colorado's a lot of, like, kind of old frontier west kind of bullshit. They probably just, they are probably one of the states that fucking killed all those wolves and shit just to get, Yeah, they did. Now they're reintroduced them, though. So, they, but, you know. You saw that that, uh, video of the raccoon that climbed that skyscraper, right? No. Okay. Oh, I may. I don't want to see it, dude. I, no, no, I, it, it lived. It still, lived. I think I may have seen it. it I and yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, and it's it's pretty crazy. It's it climbed way the fuck up there, and they they rescued it. Thankfully, you know. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that on, <laughs> and that's what it was doing. It's climbing the fucking walls, man. Yeah. You know, fucking crazy, man. Like, what the fuck is it gripping onto? <laughs> well, they have str- claw, and and that's like when I. We talked to Amanda, the girl that we were uh, talking to on the phone. We ta- I talked to her there. I'm like, well, how come we can't, like, you know, pick them up or whatever? Because you see these videos of all these fucking people. Apparently, these, these animals are so, like, rabid or whatever that just any kind of contact, you know, just a barely a small scratch or whatever, you're going to have to, like, go get tested or whatever and well they test the animal right yeah and then by doing that they have to you know euthanize it yeah that it's a brain stem so thing. that's like if i if i i guess that's what she meant when i like i saved their life yeah yeah because if you touched it they have to check it yeah, or whatever yeah so which sucks so it's like which, humans ruin pretty much everything yeah they do man <laughs> so because she she came out the first time the the first waffles they came out and they were all dressed in their garb and mask and uh, gloves or whatever and we had to stand outside and same thing this time but you know she explained that yeah that even if you have a hangnail or something it's very contagious and you know but good job i i guess right yeah you wanted me to fucking keep it she z wanted to he's like no man we can't keep these things Keep it as a pet, dude. I'm like, no, no, you can't. I'd like to. They're fucking cute as fuck, man. Yeah. I felt like like I wanted to pick it up and like and, and console this one. I felt really bad, you know. Like it's it's okay, you know. But the better, I, I said, nah, man. It's that's. I'm, I wanted to. Z wanted to. I mean, they're fucking cute animals, dude. According to WebMD, pets.webmd.com, it says domesticated raccoons can be house trained and become affectionate. But pet raccoons like to play as much as they like to cuddle. Tame raccoons can be unpredictable and mischievous. They like to climb and explore and not suited for cages or small rooms. <clears throat> so how do you get a domesticated raccoon, though? It's not like you can take it to the vet. A vet's not going to like treat an animal. You have to go look look for these, like like you said, an exotic animal thing. And like, well, that's too much of a hassle. You probably just have to have a lot of space and, like, you know, space that you don't mind them getting into and, you know. Yeah. They're too mischievous, dude. You can't train that shit. Um, many people think these animals are adorable because of their cute faces and how they use their little paws. Um, like we humans use our hands, but do they make good pets? The answer is no. 
while pet raccoons are uncommon over the years, some Americans have kept these animals as pets, including past U.S. President Calvin Coolidge, who kept a pair as pets while he resided in the White House. Even though they are cute animals, most animal experts do not recommend keeping raccoons as pets because these animals are known to be unpredictable and full of trouble. I mean, they are. Look at them, man. They're, I mean, they just scream mischief, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they can't be completely domesticated. As like, yeah, they can carry rabies and other diseases. So, yeah, no. Look at that. I mean, look how cute he is. A trash panda, but look how cute he is. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, he did get your good deed for the week. or Yeah. Yeah, we'll see you how how raccoons. that covers into like, and then as we drove up there, the fucking check engine light came on my car. So I mean, hopefully it's it's something minor, but it's just like a maintenance thing or something flag as, as opposed to like a real issue. Well, even then, it doesn't matter. So it's going to turn into something unless oh yeah, that just came on because of this or whatever. However, they they check it, but still. Okay, good story. Now let's start the show. Five, four, oh, going to do this bullshit again. Well, it don't take a second. <laughs> well, we, we, we're cutting okay. another part. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. God, two, Kill one. Me. Would you buy Marilyn Monroe's bottled fart if it was if you had like a lot of money to burn and it was like thirty thousand dollars and no. it's verified that it was her fart? Or, or the, there's no or. There's no or. No, I wouldn't. Okay, I would. I what would if it was buy, like Dita Vontis's fart? I would no. I wouldn't. I would probably buy if it was like. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. That's. I was going to say I would buy their underwear, but no, I wouldn't. <laughs> like, what am I talking about? What if it was like their queef air? Huh. <laughs> you actually have to think about that. Welcome to the Lo-Fi Show with Tony B and Nat. We guarantee that this show will not contain farts, queefs, vegetables, or Adolf. Yeah, well, I guess we really are doing this again. Fuck, this is depressing. For, it is May 22nd, 2022, and that's all I'm going to say on that. Uh, Freaking uh, Dave, speaking of our only audience member... Dave just wrote me telling me about how he had a uh, raccoon encounter this past weekend as well. So I guess it's uh, the 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 week of the raccoon. It, it is the time apparently. That's when they these babies are all out and about is March and April and May. So you know, but he said fuck that when it started like growling. It was a, it wasn't as a, a baby as mine or a raccoon. It was a young raccoon. So yeah. that's when they're getting all feisty and shit. Right. I would be afraid of those too, man. I'd probably do the same thing. Because like, all right, here, go on and heal and do whatever. Because he said it had a gash underneath its eye and he wanted to help. Yeah. But in a city like fucking Houston, like I can't imagine them even giving a fuck at all, you know. Right. But maybe they would, you know. Who knows? 
No, you never know. It doesn't like the city doesn't really matter. Like you would have thought they'd be more caring for animals here with all the animals around, but they're just like they give less of a shit, really. Yeah, it's like yeah, sorry, there's too many to yeah. give a crap. But whatever. I, I guess we could look and see. I don't know, man. I, Houston has ugly animals. <laughs> I mean, they have raccoons. Well, ugly, and that's not raccoons. I mean, uh, armadillos. Uh, what was the other one? We were just possum. Uh, did they have coyotes? I never saw a coyote, coyote down there. Uh, I'm sure way out there, maybe. Yeah, like, but not in Houston area. I saw fucking rabbits, of course, squirrels, of course. But as far as anything cool, like foxes and and yeah, I guess they, I never saw a fox down there. But I don't know. Do you remember any foxes down there? I don't think so. Yeah. The only time I ever saw it was a fox was here. And, uh, yeah, I would, I hope that one day that I do come across, not a, a hope, I hope I come across, if, if that, a uh, folks, fox had died in my front of my yard 12 years ago and I caught it when it was like, uh, injured, you know, maybe I can like save it, but maybe not. I don't know, dude. That, that'd be harder to catch. I would think, you know, cause they're, they're spry. Yeah. And I, I'm sure they have rabies or some kind of disease, pass along some kind of disease. Yeah, they do. You'd have to, like, wear body armor if you want to, like, be one of the, And when she picked up that uh, the thing, it was like, make, making that sound. And she just picked it up by the scruff of its neck. And then after that, they were all cool. You Those know? fennec foxes are cute as fuck, though. Fennec? The huge-ass ears. Oh, yeah. No, those are more in the desert. Yeah. yeah. You won't see those here. So if you saw those in your backyard, you'd be like, we've got to keep that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Just kidding. Okay. Yeah, like, why did you save it? Like, no, I'm not going to save. I mean, I'm like, keep it. There's no way I would keep this shit. You can't fucking keep an animal. And you're, especially, like, if it, if it was injured, I'm like, okay, I would have left, put it inside and, like, nursed it. No, I wouldn't have. I would have probably brought her back, uh, took her to Lions earlier instead of waiting for the mom if it was injured, you know? I think a red panda would probably be the cutest thing to have. Red that, pandas are cool. Thing. I'm sure they pass along some diseases, too. Yeah. Yeah, those things are really fucking cute, man. Those are very uh, raccoon-like. Right. I mean, it looks like it could be like from the raccoon family. I, mean, yeah. I don't know exactly where it is, but... You would never think it's a, a panda family. Right. Are they considered bears, I wonder? Uh, let's see what it says. It's known as a lesser panda. as a small mammal n- native to the eastern Himalayas and southeast or southwestern China. Um, yeah, it doesn't say. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, it says the red panda's place on the evolutionary tree has been debated, but modern genetic evidence places it close inf- affinity with raccoons, weasels, and skunks. So there you go. You're a weasel and a skunk. Uh, so maybe we fucking like we'll go do some like uh well me and Z I don't know about you but I want to go like volunteer and they said they're going to keep them until like September I want to like watch them grow and then uh they wanted us to bring it back 10 miles within our like neighborhood I'm like yeah why would they want you to do that I don't understand that part it's like well if you want these wild animals why would you want to bring them like into the city even though they are city animals right that's yeah. but, but 
they're rodents. You want to like have them out into the, you know, my only like fear is that, okay, we brought these two animals out there and they're, they're going to be caught in some like crazy, like uh, fire, you know, as long as they're indigenous, you know, that's, that's the, the, the fucking uh, danger of introducing animals to where they're not supposed to be. They start hunting other animals and they throw off the entire fucking, you know, the, I don't know, the whole circle of life biosphere kind of bullshit. And then you have like, that's people like hunting shit or like fishing and shit. So they introduce like certain fish that are supposed to be there and they fucking eat everything and they fuck up the entire right, goddamn right. fucking, you know, so it's, it's fucked up when, when that happens. Cause you know, but since these are, these guys are supposed to be kind of out there in the state at least, you know? Yeah. Well, raccoons are pretty universal. I think, I think those are the universal pest. I guess they can like pretty much if they can like live in Houston, you know, a fucking city as hot as that. Yeah. I'm surprised any animals are survived down there other than like rap- reptiles and amphibians and shit like that. Like mammals, like furry ma- mammals fucking living in that kind of heat. I mean, there's not really not that many that are built for that kind of shit, you know? Right. Ugh. Poor animals. But I would like to fucking like volunteer and actually do something kind of nice. But saying it and doing it is completely different. Because that was a long trip, dude. Just send them money, dude, or you know, buy some stuff off their list. They have a fucking, you know. So anyway, let's start with we went to farts the record store day a few weeks back. We already talked about that. No, we didn't. I promise you we did. Okay, good. Because I know what we talked about, what we didn't talk about, and the shit we missed. Um, you bought Kirk Hammett, his solo album. Um, I bought Tesseract. Uh, is it Polaris? I think it was Polaris. Yeah. I have no clue, dude. It was a it was a fucking picture disc, but it still sounded pretty good. It didn't sound like you know. Sometimes picture discs sound like a little muffled, or you know, just you can tell like a, there's like a lot of surface noise. But this one sounded pretty decent, so. Um, what else did we do? We went to see the bat. No, we didn't see the Batman. We saw, um, Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange. I don't know, man. Could have sworn we talked about this. I'm telling you we didn't cause we skipped a couple of weeks and shit. Yeah, I like those weeks. I liked it, dude. I, I, I liked it. I mean, it was not their best, but I liked the fact that he made a, basically a evil dead four. Ugh. Let's dazzle about the movie review. Let's dazzle about the movie review, guys. Dazzle, 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 yeah. dazzle. Let's dazzle them. Yeah, I liked it, dude. I mean, I mean, it's very Sam Raimi, but I can see what people like. Somebody else liked it too. That I saw the review. Uh, the they did like a quick reaction after the the fact, and they said like I liked it, but at the same time, it feels like I don't know where they're going with this. It just feels kind of disjointed or something. And I don't know if it's because. There's supposedly all these like reshoots and maybe that threw it off and maybe COVID kind of threw a spanner in it and shit and kind of messed things up that it so it didn't flow quite as well as it should have. But yeah, I didn't. I'm gonna have to see yeah. it one more time at least. But. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna maybe watch it Tuesday. It was we'll trippy see. as shit though. I like the fucking like when they were going through the diff all the different planets and shit. That was fucking cool as shit. Planets. Well, they're going through the core of the you know or. Multiverse, dude. Yeah, multiverses. The, is it dimension? Is it a dimension? It is the dimensions. They always said, well, this is from this dimension, yeah. whatever. So, yeah, that, I mean, just the 
the whole idea, I, as as far as multiverse movies, uh, that one that I saw a couple weeks, everything all at once. I forgot the name. It's got a fucked up name, but it's it's with Michelle Yu. I think we did talk about that. Oh, that, everybody all at once or something. Like yeah, that. that one's a much better multiverse movie. I think. I still haven't uh, seen that one. But uh, that one's definitely if it does not win any kind of awards for whatever the awards season. I'd be very surprised. I mean, it really is that good. And, and I told my sister, she had no idea what it was about. And she, uh, or my brother-in-law made her watch it and she liked it too. So, yeah, definitely out of the, out of Dr. Who and that one or Dr. Dr. Strange and that one, I would have said that one. Unfortunately, I can't remember the name. Yeah. It just seemed like Dr. Strange took a backseat to Scarlet Witch and I get it. But at the same time, it just, it was like Scarlet Witch and here's a Dr. Strange cameo, you know? And I wasn't that sure about America Chavez. I just think she was kind of corny of a fucking superhero to begin with. It was just like a yeah. She, she well, you know, I guess she's she introduced the whole multiverse though. That's the thing. That's like she they needed her to like introduce, you know, because she's going to be a, a part of it now. That she's like, okay, well, we're going to go to this universe for whatever they're going to do. Yeah, you know. So she's 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 integral to what they want to do in Phase Four or whatever they're you know going to do this time around but uh, i i like the illuminati even though it wasn't the original illuminati that they had in the comics because the original illuminati had freaking submariner but you know this one doesn't so like when are they gonna fucking like introduce that dude i think i'm just i just don't want to be dead to like miss all this shit and that's a pretty sad existence is my only reason to live is marvel movies and you know, comic book movies general in general. Yes, it had what Black Bolt, Mister Fantastic, um, Captain Britain. Spoiler alert, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and then, who was the black chick? I forgot her name. Uh, that was uh, Ms. Marvel, I okay. think, or okay. Captain so Marvel version of Ms. Marvel, yeah, or Captain Marvel. So there was one more, wasn't there? Oh, um, uh, Professor X. Professor X. Spoiler alert. Fuck everybody. <laughs> you haven't seen it already yet? <laughs> then that's on you, bro. And I thought there was going to be Wolverine. But that was lame. I yeah, there, there wasn't as many cameos as I thought because I'm like, ah, they're going to show this. But no, nah, they didn't show shit. I mean, they showed good ones, but they didn't show the ones that, you know, everybody wanted. I'm definitely going to go check it out again in the theater before, you know, it leaves. And I hope they do the next Fantastic Four some justice because I'm just tired of them fucking up Fantastic Fours. I think they will, man. They have to. I mean, like my friends, uh, the the people we saw with my old coworkers, or they're still my coworkers, but they're not big on Fantastic Four at all. I just think they're boring. Like, well, I kind of grew up on it and, you know. I I didn't really get into them either, but I did – collect a few of the comics you know every once in a while I would, you know a thing was cool and their outfits were kind of lame which that's kind of you know what you go by i guess <laughs> well you know it's pretty basic it's just a four it's when they have like silver surfer that's when i got interested you know because i'd like to see a silver surfer one which supposedly they're gonna have a silver surfer galactus miniseries uh, i was kind of hoping for a freaking you know galactus reference as well you know yeah but whatever. You can't have everything right. So going into that, Moon Knight 
Oh, the finale? Yeah, what do you think of Moon Knight in general? You know, I out of all of the series, I, this was not on the top of my list. It was kind of slow-paced. Uh, I mean, well, he didn't somebody, show up until the very end. You know, basically, it was like, well, where's freaking Moon Knight? Because this one guy liked it as much as, like, Loki. He said Loki and Moon Knight would be my two top ones. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all about taste, I guess. I mean, it's not – I watched it every single one. I I watched it. I actually watched it. Z had, on the other hand, she had her freaking oh, that's Arabic music. You know, she would hear that shit, <laughs> but she didn't. She didn't really get into it until unless you know, like, check this part out or whatever. But that, that's one thing is like I like that it had depth to the story, but at the same time, it's like it doesn't feel like a superhero movie because the, he's barely there. You know, he's like he was. Yeah, he was hardly, in, and it was only six six episodes, which is even lamer. You know, yeah, you could have put it at least. Eight. I think everything is budgeted to six episodes now. Everything, everything new is six episodes, man. Like it's just with kinda, Marvel or seems like yeah. Because there's other episodes that are ten at least. Well, Loki was six, wasn't it? I don't know. I, yeah, maybe it was six. Yeah, I think all the newer ones are like are six episodes, six. and they're rebooting. Uh, well, I don't know if it's a reboot or they're going to continue Daredevil. They just announced recently, so we'll see how Disney handles the new Daredevil. I think they'll do okay with it. I don't think they're they're you know because they they did that thing where they made you like verify age and shit. Are they going to be so they're going to be more like okay, this is going to be for adults, you know, so kids, you know. They should have like porno Disney pornos. Well, Daredevil fucking worked in like Hell's Kitchen, right? Everything was like all just run down and skanky and shit, you know. Skanky. Yeah. Skanky. Like hookers and druggies and shit. (laughs) Skanky times in Hell's Kitchen. Is the volume down on that? Yeah. Okay. Why you want me to like crank it? Do it, dude. God. I'm gonna play it. If you're gonna do it, dude. It's Skanky times in Hell's Kitchen because all the skanks hang out there. We watched the show called The Flight Attendant on HBO. Is with that. I saw ads for. It. I have no idea what it was about. Though. Yeah, it's uh, it's all right. It's uh, the the chicken freaking uh, what's that show? The the Big Bang Theory or whatever. Katie Kuka, yeah, her. And uh, she's the flight attendant, and she gets caught up in this freaking like murder, of course. And she's an alcoholic, so she doesn't really remember any of it. So she's basically finding out what happened through all these like alcoholic like flashbacks and shit. So. It's an interesting show. We finished the first season. Like we're not too sure about going to the second season because now we're going to finish Ozark. Have you finished Ozark? Are you started at? The, uh, I don't know where I'm at on it. I think I'm at. Um... Yeah, we haven't started it. So oh, you haven't started it. You haven't started okay. the new one so yet. I won't tell you so. anything about it. But I, yeah, man, Ozark's just like one of those things where like everything's turned to fucking eleven. You know what I mean? All the time, and you you almost get like fatigue from stress. Because <laughs> you're just like, Fuck. yeah, yeah. Next, this is like they 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 can't even fucking breathe, man. Until like something else gets fucking pushed on them and shit, you know. Uh, better call Saul. I like their speed a little bit better because it's just like you have this chill moments when he's like goofing off and they're playing like little pranks and shit. But at the same time, we talked about oh, spoiler alert, whatever. Better call Saul review. We talked about this. I don't know what the fucking reason the, for them pushing. Yeah. 
the Howard thing pranked so badly to the point where like it sounds like they're going to get in trouble and this is going to be the demise of Kim. Yeah, this is the end of Kim. So basically she's the one that's pushing it. So, Which doesn't make sense to me in a sense that she seems very smart. And I know she likes to take take risks and she kind of got wrapped up in that shit. But I would think that she would be at least smart enough to realize there's, there's no pay, payoff in this, you know? Like, unless Howard did something to her, like fucking, like, you know, harassed her, like, sexually or something, you know? Then, yeah, do something bad to him. But As cheesy as Howard is, and I don't think he's that kind of guy. Right, but, right. You know, but I'm just saying, like... Here we are, like, fighting for a fictional character. Yeah, but, but I'm just... I don't know. I, I hate when really good shows get lazy in their writing and just like, okay, this person just goes ape shit. I'm just, what, it doesn't show anything that would lend, you know, the, the, that narrative to, to be like that, but whatever, man, I will see what happens. I'm not going to jump to it. The, the thing that I'm like, okay, man, I just need to watch this, the last couple series over again to see why they hated or Howard again. I can't remember, you know, that's probably my biggest, like, why are they doing this? And if I were to watch the old episodes, oh, that's why, you know. If anything, Howard chilled out a little bit. He got better. Right. You know? After her, his brother died. Yeah. So. And he actually reached out to Jimmy and tried to help him. And then they took it as like some big fucking insult. And just like, dude, you know, what are you guys going to live for this entire fucking destructive, you know, like payback? It's stupid. You know, like both of you guys are are supposedly smart people. And you're just going to throw your lives away for over something stupid that's not going to mean anything. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either, dude. Everything Everywhere All at Once is the name of that movie. Yeah. Just I liked throughout the entire uh Better Call Saul, I liked Mike's character story or character arc the best, you know, just his was the most interesting. Why? Cuz he's pop pop. Yep. <laughs> he just had a lot of shit going on, man. He was a badass and, you know, he had that his son's fucking, you know, dilemma going on and it kind of showed what personality he was when he uh was with his son and when he was without his son and yeah yeah it's just sad that we already know how he's gonna die yeah <laughs> that's one person that I, he they should have let him live man because mike was a badass i don't care how badass walt thought he was or at the end i fucking started hating walt at the very last show he he was okay, you know. He redeemed himself a little bit, but up up until that point, I was just like, he's just just a just fucking killed this asshole. Yeah, he's he was he real... was by the end of the show. You're like, yeah, fuck you. Even man. when he was like bragging, I'm the one who. I was like, just shut the fuck up, you dickhead. You know, it's like you everybody hates you. You know, like you cheered for him all the way up until then because he had a little bit of a fucking like you know uh, a symp- sympathetic fucking arc, but he fucked over Jesse. He fucked over everybody. He got too big in his head and. You know, like yeah. Well, that just—I mean, to to me, that kind of like just gives you the whole like you got too much power and too much money, and it it changes you because he wasn't like that. You know, he even, turned into a complete cock smoker at the end. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I don't know if they meant to do that because if you look at like even when he let uh, Jane die, he was sympathetic. He, he he was conflicted. You could see he felt bad about it. You know, but then. As the the series wore on, he's just like he just didn't care about anybody. Maybe, yeah. maybe Jesse. Like that's why I said the very last episode redeemed himself because he cared about Jesse enough to go get you know go back and 
you know, get, get him. him and shit. But yeah. other than that, he, he was just, I was done with him. I was like, man, I don't even want to watch this anymore. He's such a fucking asshole. <laughs> you know? But you did. I'm proud of you, man. I kind of, well, you got to, it, it's a great show. It's just like you had to feel some sympathy or some sort of, you know, like, okay, Gus, obviously, terrible guy but there was parts of it where you felt bad for him because guys his partner got killed and all that crazy shit you know and so you feel good you know like mike obviously he was doing bad shit but he he had he was doing it for a reason you know he so like but walt just lost all sympathy towards like the very maybe last two seasons or something you know just like man you're a dick (laughs) yeah he was he by the end you're just like yeah fucking asshole but at the same time he redeemed himself at the end you know or at least you kind of felt sorry it's like okay kind of yeah you know did you ever watch the the movie el camino no i haven't seen that yet yeah it's it wasn't it was unnecessary (laughs) (laughs) they didn't need to make that at all okay well good i didn't fucking invest any time in it yeah well anyway so that's all our fucking life Saw Phoebe Bridgers. Well, we let's start with the first show then. That oh. for, yeah, because the first one we saw was, and we mentioned this in like a couple episodes ago. We went to go see Arch Enemy and Behemoth on a Tuesday. It was like what fourth of fifth uh, of May. Yeah, Secret of Mayo. Yeah, really good. Arch Enemy always puts on a good show. The fucking riffs were good. Everything was catchy. You said you thought Elisa was kind of a little bit cheesy, but yeah, yeah. she's kind of cheesy. She's Canadian. What do you expect? I mean, that's that's. It's kind of like, call it what it is, man. She's Behemoth was cool though. I really like Behemoth. This is a very cool, like just dark imagery and just you know, it was first time I've seen them. Second time you've seen them, right? Yeah, second time I saw them. We went <clears throat> down closer to the stage, you know, towards the last song or something like that, and um, yeah, it was it was worth it. I liked it. Um, next thing we saw was like because tony found these five dollar tickets for destruction so it was like fuck it next tuesday was another show at the oriental and um it was the actually the opening band actually surprised us and i'd heard yeah, of I the name heard the name but yeah man nervosa fucking chick band from well from originally over. from uh brazil but uh the only original member now is the guitar player but everybody else is like the bassist, right yeah you no, the, the guitar player the bassist is she's been all over the place. She played with the Bath, oh, okay. uh, Tom uh, Tom G Warrior. Uh, the drummer's Greek, and the guitar player's the only original. And the singer she's from Brazil as well, Brazilian. But they're fucking heavy as fuck, and I was actually impressed that I bought the record. Yeah, we were so impressed that Tony <clears throat> bought the record. I bought a shirt and a record, and. Um... And then, yeah, man, fucking destruction came on, but it was too loud, I thought, bit, you know. Yeah, and then they had, like, technical difficulties, and... Um, it was cool to see Schmier. He's an old dude. He's got to be in his fifth, late 50s, early 60s, and he still can hit those high notes. I can't hit those high notes like that anymore. Yeah, it was cool to see him just because they're classic. They're, like, back with, like, creator and shit, and, you know, destruction were mentioned in the same vein, pretty much. But I always, like, create a little bit more... Uh, I think they're just. It was mostly just the sound. I don't edit the way Destruction produced their albums. It's, it was a little more shallow sounding than like Creator. I, I liked I liked Destruction. I think Destru- Destruction for me was. I think I liked Mike's playing. I don't know. I don't know how to. Or maybe even a smear his his when he would do that kind of stuff. I just because yeah. I, I could do that. 
back in the day. He's like, oh, I can actually sing like him, but even though I really couldn't. Okay, and then the next one, I I wasn't thinking about going to this show because I, th- I thought it was going to be too expensive, but I told Tony in the car, I was like, well, if I can find tickets for cheap, then we'll, we go. Is like, okay, fine. You know, just look the day before or the, the day of and see if you can find on Craigslist. So I found some on Craigslist, but everybody was selling for the, like the same price, which is like 150 you know, total, you know, with extra fucking, you know. So then I went to this place called TickPick, you know, I'll give them a shout out because they're a pretty, from what I can tell, they're a pretty good um, resource for tickets because there was no fucking convenience charge at all. I paid literally $41 per ticket plus a little bit of extra charge. Yeah, for, man, that's, to, um, to me, that's like, how do they do that? How does that happen? I don't know. Are they making that much more money on all the other shit that they're selling? You know? Maybe, yeah, because they sell like all kinds of sports and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, check them out if you guys are looking for tickets because tickpick.com and they have an app and you just, mine was like an access uh, mobile transfer. So as soon as I bought the ticket like a week before and then like uh, the day before the concert, um, they said it was going to transfer to me. And then 1030 that morning, I got it in my access fucking thing popped up. It's like, cool. So we went to Red Rocks. It was at Red Rocks and it was fucking packed. The merch line was around the fucking corner. It was crazy, and it took forever to get in there. It's probably one of the more, the more crowded shows we've seen at Red Rocks, and uh, it was yeah, it was sold out. And she put on a really good show, man. She's got like a kind of pretty mellow like vibe, and she uh, the fucking intro song <laughs> as her you know coming on stage was disturbed, fucking down with the sickness, and then she came on and she had like a fucking BC Rich Warlock or something at some point, and I was like, this is weird. Yeah, that was, uh, you don't hear a BC Rich, like, as for strumming, you know, like, right. get, clean guitars. It was more like, the, and, like, we saw one of her shirts, and it was, like, just fully adorned in, like, this, like, death metal font, like, the one, like. The ones you can't read. The one, yeah, the really hard to read ones that are reserved for, like, super Yeah, I give, her, I give her props for that, man. Yeah. I give her props. And Tony bought <laughs> a poster. A poster. Anything with Red Rocks, I'll get. I if it was a limited, I don't think it was a limited edition, but if it was like limited to like 150, yeah. which may have been at the main merch thing inside the venue because we bought the shit outside, right. which was pretty cool because they had it like outside and you can walk back to your yeah, car. Yeah, literally, it, it was like maybe like a few, like 100 feet from the fucking parking lot. So we just walked back and dropped our shit off and then went, went inside. Uh, but yeah, let's take a break and I'll play one of our songs. Right. Yay. You to 
Jesus Christ, I'm so blue all the time And that's just how I feel Always have and I always will Always have and always will Tony's making his way up the stairs now from his urinary departure. Your urinary departure. Uh, so I had to go back to the fucking work this past week, and uh, I was dreading it. But I was talking to my boss, and uh, I don't know. I was just complaining like I normally do, whatever, like I usually do about fucking coming back and work to work. And he was like, you know, you can probably just come in like one day. I'd be the only one that knows. I was like, well, shit, why don't you tell me that before? So I was like, how about I just come in Wednesdays? And he put like a little thumbs up thing on the fucking chat. So I was like, cool. So I was planning on coming on Wednesday, but Wednesday was, um, I forgot something happened. I had to do something. And then Thursday I was receiving a package. So I said, I'll just come in Friday. So Friday, this past Friday, I went into work, woke up extra early, fucking tired as shit, drove there. It was rainy and fucking miserable. I got there fucking nobody there and then finally someone like one person in my group we didn't talk to each other we just said good morning it was boring as fuck i was tired as fuck it made no difference it's so stupid fucking completely arbitrary come back to work bullshit any fucking old cocksucker boomer fucking loser doesn't know how to work technology asshole that started that come back to work shit is a fucking cunt you know and so like 
I saw this one guy's video and he's like a CEO of some bullshit and he's like, I want to, I, I like seeing people. I like touching people. I'm just like, yeah, you might want to leave that touching part out. You fucking creepy asshole. And second of all, like the thing about that is that those fuckers, those kind of people are the ones that, you know, bring up that initiative, but they're not the ones that have to sit there all day. They usually come in for the meetings and then as soon as they're done, they leave, you know? So they have all the fucking freedom to do whatever the fuck they want. They just want you to come in there and be like, oh, don't you feel energized? Like, no, man. I don't need, we don't. Dude, we've talked about this over and over. It's no. not, it's not that. It's the, it's, it's the real estate that a building like represents. It's like, well, we have, we have this freaking, it's brand new, basically. And well, look, we but have. they're renting it and save they're, money. They're re- well, they, they didn't, they bought it. So it's like, well, why do we have this, you know, and. They they should rent it out. The the, the they no, my, own my, it. My boss told me that they were planning to to buy, but they did, ended up renting it. So they have, they oh, have this okay. lease on, yeah, they have a lease on, and they have another building across the street. So combine the two buildings, you know, yeah, to one, exactly. And but are money. they going to do that? Probably not. No, I don't know, man. They're stupid. That's it's just dumb, man. Like they, they it, could, it is, man. It is very dumb. We know that. They probably know that upper upper management is like, well, fuck, man, we can do all this shit at home. Yeah, you know, and they're like, the people that were pro going back to the office, I'm sure they're freaking now. Oh, okay, now I like this stuff, but yeah, I mean, it's like, why are you having this come in for my my job? It makes sense, but apparently, you have lulls in your thing where you don't have anything to oh, do. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Me, it's it's constant. No matter what you're fucking doing, you got something to do, man. Even if it's dead, something you can find something to do. You know, if you if my emails aren't piling up, then I got to go to fucking training or clone some other fucking tasks that I have open for me. I can never not have anything to do, you know. And it sucks dick holes, but it is what it is. I have to do it because I like to fucking like have a house. <laughs> bullshit no but i mean to me it's like if there are people that want to work you know in in the office just let people choose you know if if you work better in the office then go back to you know the office and pick make it like if you really don't need to be in the office just come at least once a week i think once is is perfect maybe if you really push if you really have to fucking have me there then twice a week other than that just you know one once or twice a week is is all you need three is just pushing it man it's just like you you if you don't really know how the groups operate, then leave it to the manager to determine, you know, if these people need to be in the office. And most of us don't. Like 95% of us don't need 90% of the time. Do not need to be there. Right. Just come in, have them, have your meeting, your your weekly meeting, and say, hey, it's nice to see you guys, blah, blah, blah. That's it. And then be done with it. I don't need to be in there fucking three days a week. Just sit there, be miserable. It, I was fucking seriously fucking just like, this is boring as fuck. Like, I'm... I'm Were you going to quit? get up and quit? Maybe. I was extra tired and shit, and it was funny because like I was um, talking to my boss about possibly leaving and shit, and he was like, at first he was he was leaving. He'd already got found a job in Vegas and you know working remotely completely, and he wanted to go there because he he wanted to take care of his parents and shit. So he was like already out the door and shit. So when I told him, I was like, he was like encouraging me. He's like, yeah, you should, man. You you should do it, man. I'd always encourage people to go, you know, find their best, whatever. And then as soon as like something something happened, and I I said to him like when I came back from the weekend I was like hey can you take a look at my resume I want to see you know if it looks good to you because I might be missing something. He's like oh don't do that man I have to stay now. 
He's like, I, I, the, the, the person, the, the place that I was going to work at, they, they filled it in with someone that was already working there and shit. So I, I got to stay. So and he's you got to like, stay too. Yeah. It's like, oh, I got I to gotta stay. You got to just kind of, kind of thing. It's like, what the fuck, man? So then what he happened tra- to all that bullshit? You said you want us to grow. Yeah. Dick. It only mean, you know, he's only wishing me well because he's already out of there. But so then like, you know, so now that's why he's like giving me options and shit. He's like, well, I'm the only one that's going to know if you're going to be here or not. So just fucking come in once a week. I was like, fine. I'm fine with God, once that, a week. That to me is just, it's, <laughs> it's stupid. You know, as I said, you're there to fill up the real estate that yeah. they're fucking renting. Yeah. So I mean, he, that's the only thing that I can do in this spot. We're paying money for this building yeah. and there's nobody in it. So we need to bring people in here, you know, and you're getting free breakfast. That's a go. It's not worth it. I'm just going to go in and rip off everybody's fucking supplies. <laughs> just go through, all, go through all the fucking extra cabinets and shit where they keep all the office supplies and just rip off all the, everything. I would take all the Sharpies and shit. I'm a, I used to take have a lot of Sharpies, but not anymore because I don't have a fucking office to go to. Uh, but at I least I don't have to like participate in like the birthdays. We brought fucking cookies and cake and this and that. I was like, ah. Oh fucking gross well dude you can't have cookies and cake anymore so that's good right yeah yeah so i had like a kind of a health fucking wake-up call and so now i have to eat well because i was just i didn't give a shit before i was kind of depression eating and i wasn't really the, the stupid thing is i normally don't even eat that badly like i was at most of my um diet for the most part was usually eat at home and then like once a month or something, eat fast food at one point. And then it got into like the pandemic. And then I started ordering more from DoorDash. Then I started ordering bad food. And then I was like, fuck it. You know, I'll just get this and that. It's convenient. I don't feel like making, getting up and making shit. And then, yeah. So now I have to fucking order good. Cause you know, I mean, it's not like I was that bad off. It was more like it was hereditary and it kind of forced me to like, okay, you got to, be more mindful of what you're eating, you know? So yeah, it's, it's, I lost some weight and I'm uh, eating better and I feel better and a while ago. So, yep. well, so now yeah. we're trying to eat a little bit more consciously of, of yeah, our well, health. I don't know if that's doing as well. I had a gelato yesterday. <laughs> that was like the most I've, you know, imbibed. Is that the word for it? I don't know, dude. <laughs> You've partaken in, yeah, partaken in a gelato. It was, it was. We kept seeing gelato boy everywhere we walked. It was like two gelato boys in a span of like a couple of blocks. <laughs> so like, it was a sign, yeah. And so I had a key lime pie gelato. What did you have? Uh, what uh, gooey cake? Oh, okay. And a cup. That shit must have been sweet, man. It wasn't. It <laughs> oh, wasn't, wasn't. It wasn't too uh, bad. It's just like caramel almost. Okay. It wasn't too bad. I don't like sweet, 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 but I don't mind sweet either, if that makes sense. No. Well, I don't like anything that's just fucking like where you like can't eat it, you know, and just. I don't mind custardy sweet, you know, like those are kind of my favorite kind of sweet, like flan, custard kind of flavor. Flan? Yeah. Flan. I think it's flan. You're flan. I heard fermented foods are good for you. That's why I want to try some kimchi. I've never tried kimchi. Kimchi's good. Oh, is it? Yeah, spicy as shit. Though. It's very good. Uh, well, I don't know. Number one that I had wasn't. I saw this one thing where it said something about fermented milk is good for you, but milk, even in its best form, is kind of gross now to me. So I can't imagine what fermented milk would taste like. It Probably sounds like yogurt. Probably about as fucking 
advertising as diarrhea hoagies or something. Well, what if you like diarrhea and hoagies? I guess if then you were born for that shit, but I'm not. Diarrhea hoagies. Right, diarrhea hoagies. Okay, we did the shows. What did you think of Phoebe Bridges? You didn't even, you only heard maybe one song and then. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Firefox, okay. I like, uh, I liked it. I mean, it was a palate cleanser from the past two metal shows. Yeah, we were like all metaled out, so I don't think we'd want to see another metal show, even though Engve was the night before. But You wanted to go see metal, dude. You, you love metal. You live for metal. Just say it on air. That's why I picked Phoebe Bridgers. Just saying, dude. If you were up to, you would have gone to Ingve, uh, which apparently is Jeff Scott Soto. I don't know if you saw that, but he posted a thing where uh, he's like was visiting this bar that he's been a frequent at for the past twenty one years, and the band happened uh, was a local band that happened to be opening for Ingve. And he said that he wanted to go check out Ingve or the opening band and then leave after, you know, yeah. he, did, he had no interest in seeing Ingve. Well, apparently word got out to Ingve that Jeff Scott Soto was there. And he says, well, if he's there, then I'm canceling the show or whatever. <laughs> so, of course, you know, Jeff Scott Soto posted this. And then like a couple hours later, Ingve denies it saying, I would never do that to my fans. That He's just making stuff up trying to, you know sell more CDs or whatever the fuck. But I can see Ingve doing that shit, you know. I he's just a cock. He's always been a cock. And that time that I did see him, I I saw him just because I've never saw him. And to be honest, I should have saw him when, you know, back in the day, you know, in the 80s, if anything, that would have been the the, the perfect time to see him, but anyway, yeah, he's a cock and he's still a cock. I don't think he was that bad. As a person? Yeah. Dude, have you read any of his interviews? No. Wait, what happened there? That sounded like... Uh, something cut out. Yeah, it sounded like your air conditioner. No, it sounded like something cut out well, there. Well, I know, but it's, I heard the air conditioner, and then I heard something turn off, and then it clicked on here. Oh. Is it still recording? I don't know. Something's spinning now. So, it should be. We'll find out in a few minutes. It's the uh, Firefox. Is yeah. trying to load. It's I guess Firefox always no, has these. The yeah, I know, but audacity. in front of it, I don't know how to explain that. I'm trying to minimize it, but Firefox is not. It's loading. Yes, it's still recording. Okay. See. That's <sighs> all I asked, dude. I asked the simplest question. You can't figure shit out, dude. <laughs> and I'm trying to tell you that it's loading, and there's a screen that's spinning, and nothing's pulling up, and I'm trying to minimize it, and it won't minimize, and now it's minimized. Why do you use Firefox anyway? Only fucking weirdos use Firefox. Just use Chrome or Edge. Firefox is like the slowest one ever. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man, because it has all the other shit on there. Because we didn't even do the daily whatever. And that's the one that has it. No, I bookmarked it on Chrome, too. Well, it didn't pull up when I put it on Chrome. <clears throat> man. So let's see what is today. Today's the twenty second, and it's taking forever. Shit, man! I hope this week is better than last week. That's all I can say, dude. I mean, it's gonna suck because I have to find like a tree people to like come tear that tree apart, which is sad because that tree's been there for a long ass time now. Oh well. 
Fuck it. It's mow it down and make create more fucking parking or something. Yeah, because of all the people that come by. Yeah. I'll put something cool there. Like what, man? Please tell me what would be something cool. I don't know. A fucking ice cream truck or something. You know, like Rupert Grint from Harry Potter bought an ice cream truck. He could park on there and just like sell, make a passive fucking income just yeah. sitting there selling ice cream. <laughs> to the- a lot of kids in that neighborhood. There was a one place in Houston that was in the neighborhood, I remember, and they would sell like uh, snow cones. It was up north, and it was in a house. It was literally inside a house, and you'd go in there, and you'd get to a snow cone, and you'd pay for it, and you'd come out. But I'm sure they don't can't do that. that was in the 80s, early, late 70s, early 80s. I'm sure that's some kind of zoning bullshit yeah. or something. That was back when they didn't give a fuck. <laughs> and now they do. Make a put a greenhouse in front of there. Just make like a mushroom farm. Yeah, right in front, so everybody can see what's going on. See where you can see my bidness. My bidness. Uh, National days in May. God, this thing is fucking taking forever. Just open Chrome, dude. It's Jeez. it's already in the process of opening, dude. Apparently not. It is because today is. Uh, it is today. Can't even fucking find it. No. Today is a national day of whatever the fuck it is because it's stupid and so are you. Well, I guess as, for as much as I disdain all these intros, that one helped because now it is May 22nd. And I found it. It's National Being You Day. Ugh, that's terrible for you. Uh, National Buying a Musical Instrument Day. Well, you got that covered. National Craft Distillery Day. Eh, If you drink craft distillery, which, I mean, I could, but I don't really care. National Maritime Day. What's that? Isn't that something about, um, like... Yeah, you don't know. Navy, sea... Uh, worthy kind of shit maritime. It's like sea people. <laughs> National Solitaire Day. I guess you have to play solitaire. National Vanilla Pudding Day and World Paloma Day. It's nautical. Connected with the sea, especially in relation to seafaring, commercial, or military activity. That's what I just said. The sea people. Tomorrow is only two days. Two things. National Lucky Penny Day and National Taffy Day. We went to fucking like uh, Fizzle Pop or no, Fizzle? What is it? Fizzle, uh, Rocket Fizzle. Rocket Fizz. Fuck it Fizz. Fuck it Fizz? <laughs> but uh, yeah. They... I'm going to grab a fucking fruit popsicle. You want something? No, dude. What the hell, man? I'm why, why, why in the middle of the fucking show, first of all? Huh? I already, okay, I'm going to keep talking. I'm going to keep talking the dates. Uh, the 424th, Brother's Day. I don't have a brother. National Aviation Maintenance Technician Day. My nephew works in a place like that, I guess. National Escargot Day. Yuck. National Scavenger Hunt Day. All right. National Wyoming Day. That's our neighbor up north. National Yucatan Shrimp Day. That is the 24th. 
the 25th, I'm going to be... We have to sit here and listen to Nat eat a fucking popsicle. So National 25th is National Brown Baggot Day. National Missing Children's Day. Good. National Tap Dance Day. National Wine Day. Towel Day. National Senior Health and Fitness Day. And he's still eating, everybody. And he's eating it like a blowjob. On air. He's going to town on it. (laughs) And he's not disputing that. Uh, National Blueberry Cheesecake Day. National Paper Airplane Day is on the 26th. The 27th is National Cellophone Tape Day. National Grape Popsicle Day. National Cooler Day. Friday before Memorial Day, uh, National Don't Fry Day, Friday before Mo- Memorial Day, National Road Trip Day, Friday before Memorial Day. That is uh, the 27th, everybody. Uh, the 28th is National Beef Burger Day, National Brisket Day, and National Hamburger Day. So what's the difference between National Beef Burger Day and National Hamburger Day? And he choked that down. He choked out down like a professional. Here he is, everybody. How'd that feel, man? Shut up. (laughs) All right, so that's I I gave y'all bonus days, man. One of them was Popsicle Day, so there I was timely on the twenty sixth, man. You're you're jumping the gun four days. Let's do who's shittier then? Oh, my favorite. Where is it at? <clears throat> Who's shittier? This band or that band? Who's shittier? Who's shittier? This band or that band? This band or that band? All right, band number one. This is Rifle. No, let's not start with that one. This is Dark Violet with Idiots. Let me pull my their thing up here. They're from London. Idiots. Yeah, that was. It was. Yeah, he ruined it by singing. Yes. He, he looks like a cock. Just stand the way he's standing. Um, next is. Oh, come on. This is Hardesty, Texas with the festival.
That's that's even worse than the one before. <laughs> you notice how they put the Hardesty, Texas, like kind of like how Dune, Texas is. Yeah. I wonder if there's another band called Hardesty. Yeah, probably. Uh, next one is um, Oak Barrel Poet with I Am the Man I Am. sink or am I having a stroke? Lifelong musician that has finally had has the time to learn how to make music, not just play. These are like a, a new list of shit that you've given. <laughs> Everybody's winning. <laughs> All right, this is uh, In the Night by Savage Desire. Exactly, kicking it in there. <laughs> I'd like it better than the other shit. Yeah, I guess. It sounds pretty weak, though, right? I mean, it does, but <laughs> I'm saying the other shit just sounds like shit. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's bad, but right, they, they're they're still. The best. There's two more. I couldn't decide how many of these I wanted because there's like there's so many shit shitty ones. I couldn't turn them all down. All right, this is a a coat fracture with ravenous phantoms. Mm-hmm. 
Bailey here. Okay, I mean, they're still better than the other. They're better than the band we just heard. Yeah. So they're winning. Yeah. Oh, so they're losing, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is the last one. This is Rifle with Bats in the Attic. Kentucky. Nice drums. Dude's probably my age. <laughs> and he's trying to sound like Danzig. He's got a YouTube. Let's see what he looks like. Yeah, I mean. Oh, and he's got a patch, an eye patch. Ooh. <laughs> Let's see. I may have changed. It's, it's a live show. I might have changed my opinion now. Because of the eye patch? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I was right. My age. Oh, this is sad. It's like if you and I were trying to like write a streaming event. Fifty-seven event or fifty-seven views. Well, fifty-eight now. Is this the same song that we just heard, or does it just no. sound the same? Oh, the songs sound the same, probably. It doesn't even name for the song. That's how you sing. And play no, guitar. this is a little girl lost. That was a fun set. We'll scroll down to the comment. That was a fun set. Thank you for choosing it and introducing this art. Uh, whatever. One person. Two suit, yeah. You can make the kids in the other room. Dad, shut up. That's so embarrassing. It's like they're playing in like the fucking the guest room or like the fucking the extra room or whatever the that they have and they're all squashed in there. Like the yeah, they're, probably, just, they're probably going directly into the into the board. The loudest thing in there is the drums. That's our world. It could be our world. So who do you think won, won this one? I don't know, man. That's a, This was uh, extra hard to 
This one's pretty bad. Yeah. Because they're using a drum machine, and it sounds like it's just not even going along with the song. Yeah, okay, he wins. Because he's like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. Even though the other guy, though, sound like shit, the one we just heard, but those he guys is. are our age, and they're having... That's not that bad. Okay. Right. The music's okay. It's just the guy just sounds like a jackass. And he's forcing himself to be the front man because of his ego. This guy is pretty... Alright. So, uh, the Hardesty Texas won. I would say the man I am, that dude, is second. Okay. I already lost interest, man. That was how bad they were. <clears throat> I don't care. They all won. This is an extra shitty, shitty, who's shittier? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, we have penis news. Oh, God. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this girl. She's just like so proud to be authoring this fucking article. Richmond store serving penis-shaped waffle opening in May. Seven inches of Waffle House. Seven inches Waffle House is soft opening in Richmond in early May. Seven inches Waffle. Okay, all right. That's the name of the store. Don't get too aroused because the global penis waffle trend is coming to Richmond. The store, Seven Inch Waffle House, is set to soft open behind Richmond's Costco <laughs> at uh, 911 Beckwith Road. And each May we will, and in early May, will feature phallus and vulva shaped waffles dipped in chocolate and toppings. Why didn't she show the fucking vulva ones? Yeah, what the fuck? I want to see those. When is this going to open? What's it called? Seven Inch Waffle House. Yeah. It's when you should be looking it up, man. So basically, just dick-shaped, pussy-shaped waffles. <laughs> yes. But she just titled it fucking penis-shaped waffles. She doesn't care about the vulva-shaped waffles. Yeah, that's bullshit. Well, of course, it's a chick, dude. Temporarily closed. Come on, man. Which, Richmond is what city? I mean, which uh, state? Virginia. You think so? Virginia. Okay. That's where uh, no, Guar's from. No, this is Richmond. Oh, uh, BC. Yeah, British Columbia. They got good reviews, 4.4, 46. When we arrived, the line was very long, probably had over an hour wait. The inside is small, but decorated quite nice. I found the waffles to be very sweet, though, so make sure you have a sweet tooth when you show up. My friends and I had a great time at 7-inch. Not only the waffles are great... Also, the core of the shop is super cute, perfect for social media. I took so many photos with my friends. It was, why is everybody Asian? Katie Liu and then the person that's writing. And Huang Sally. Because Asians like this kind of stuff, dude. Inside the waffle was soggy. Very sweet and expensive. Not recommend. You'd be all over it if it was here. Let's go to the 7-inch waffle place, dude. Heck no, man. Please? It's like, no, dude. Going there, all these chicks are like going down on waffles. Like you did on that popsicle just now. <laughs> You're like obsessed with popsicles. Phallic things. Well, dude, who brought up the penis-shaped waffle house? Yeah, but who I has would... to bring up like dick sucking every two minutes? Because you're doing? bringing up the dick or the dicks, man. All right, whatever. <laughs> 
That's because that's what dicks are for, dude. So there you go. Penis waffles. Penis waffles that are temporary clothes. When would this uh, this story come out? Uh, April to end of April. So it's already like a month, and they freaking like they probably freaked out. We don't need no seven inch waffle place here. Clothes. Uh, aims to open during the first week of May and eventually open seven days a week. Maybe they just haven't opened. Yet. No, no. Yeah, they opened. Yeah, because obviously people wrote reviews. I don't know why they fucking close in. Yeah, who knows, they man? They run out of penises. And it's funny that it's like behind a Costco. <laughs> okay. So it's basically like going to be like going towards the the mom and dad or the mom. You know. Oh, don't mind me. I'm going to go to this waffle place real quick. Dummy shoves four pound dumbbell and anus needs emergency surgery in two days later or two oh days my later. God. So there he shoved it in his ass. What is that? It's a dumbbell. Fuck. Four a Brazilian pound. man. What a dumb butt. A Brazilian man had to undergo emergency surgery after reporting shoving a dumbbell up his rear doing an ill advised attempt at self gratification. A case study detailing the exercise or exercise in stupidity was published last week in the International Journal of, Jur- Journal of Surgery Case Reports. The unidentified 54-year-old patient had reported to a hospital in the city of Manus, of course, Manaus, Ma- Ma- I think, uh, after failing to extract a 4.4-pound metal weight from his rectum for two days. Fuck. After inserting it in there, the report, he experienced a v- variety of symptoms following his sex exercise, including cramping, abdom- abdominal pain, nausea, vomiting in small volume, and even constipation per the study. I would think so. <laughs> Nothing can come out. The fuck, man? After the initial anal examination failed to reveal anything, doctors decided to scan the region with an x-ray. They discovered an eight-inch-long dumbbell lodged in the intersection of the colon and the rectum like a cumbersome sex toy. While the patient was reportedly uncooperative during the procedures, doctors say the uh, infiltration was of sexual nature. Either way, they had to act fast to prevent the bum bell... (laughs) from causing anal perforation or another uh, severe injury. Unfortunately, surgeries, uh, surgeons had a difficult time removing the makeshift dildo from his derriere. What a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, well, that's something I would never even... I. They initially attempted to use tweezers to lift the weight of the pleasure seeker who was sedated but couldn't get a grasp of it. Left with no other recourse, the team opted for manual extraction, which involved the surgeon reaching in with their forearm and yanking out the foreign body like a what? backup steer. What, what? What? What was that last part? The surgeon reaching in with their forearm in his ass and yanking out the foreign body. How in the fuck do you shove your forearm to someone's ass? I don't know, dude. God damn. Thankfully, the operation was successful. The lucky fellow was discharged after three days, sans any complications. Ugh. Look how how much he got it in there, dude. Like, how in the fuck do you get that done, dude? And why don't you just get a fucking dildo or something, man? That's why, like, you know. I mean, they have those dildos, and you and you can have a fucking grip on those, man. 
you know? Yeah, I mean, don't they have balls for a reason? Yeah, exactly. They have those ones that you just grab on instead of this fucking slick-looking fucking dumbbell. In what March, th- doctors just diagnosed a Tunisian woman with a urinary tract infection only to discover that she, she had a shot glass lodged in her bladder. She had reportedly used a drinking vessel as a sex toy for years ago and didn't get it checked until much later. What's <laughs> wrong with people? Fuck. Yeah, it's... Um... It's a sick world out there. Anywhere you can shove something, people will shove it. I guess so, man. I've I've never wanted to shove anything in my asshole, you know. As as shocking as that may sound, <laughs> you know that does sound shocking. You know, I see, would've, I would have thought you at least shove one thing or another, something, and even toilet paper. I'm just kidding, dude. Here's a here's an interesting story. Inventor creates CD vinyl hybrid that sounds better than any other format. Yeah, I saw you that. saw this. T-Bone Burnett says it's the first breakthrough in analog sound reproduction in more than 70 years. It's a new analog disc dub, Ionic Originals, which transcends the technology of CDs and vinyl found today. Uh, but yeah, but if you're not doing it in fucking bulk, then it doesn't really matter. You make one or two of them, then no one cares. Yeah. Claims that the method combines contemporary vinyl production with low, how mastering professionals produce metal stampers. To press records, stampers are primarily used as masters for duplication and because they aren't produced in big quantities and therefore don't reach many listeners. You'd probably buy one, wouldn't you? I might buy one, but... Yeah. And then I'd just listen to yours and go, man, you had, you were had, and then not buy it. Okay, we have this. Welcome to the Gates of Hell News, where we give you news about hell, and gates, and gates in front of hell, and maybe Bill Gates, or maybe Tom Fearson. Satanic Temple to send Hail Satan decals to Kansas Town that reversed ban on God from police cars. Satanic Temple's decal designs for police cars include... Duder, Ani, Duder, Duty, Honor, Community, Hail Satan. Um, the Satanic Temple, TST, is planning to send car decals praising the devil to Haven, Kansas, after the small town city council made headlines for reversing a ban on placing In God We Trust on its police cruisers following a local uproar. The Satanic Temple's decal text includes Valor, Pride, Integrity, Hail Satan, Protect, serve, hail Satan, one nation, hail Satan, as well as duty, honor, community, hail Satan. TST. I wonder where we can get some of those. I don't know. We, well, Kansas isn't that far away. So, TST spokesperson Lucian Greaves confirmed to Fox News that his organization would be sending the designs over to the city. Haven Mayor Adam Wright told Fox News he had not been notified of any source regarding the satanic decals. Um, templates of the TST's decals were first posted to Twitter by author and atheist activist Herbant Meta, who was retweeted by TST's official Twitter account. So they look kind of like that, I guess. Uh, oh. Those look, uh, that one looks the best. Yeah. But check this out. They have, they have a uh, thing for a badge. TST offered Fox News more of the proposed designs, including a prototype of a police badge that features children gazing up at adoringly at Baphomet, an androgynous goat-headed demon first drawn by the 19th century occultist. 
The image, which mirrors a similar controversial statue that is featured in protests in multiple state capitals, has become a recurring motif in TST's involvement in the culture wars. That's their proposed plan for a badge, police badge. That's cool. I would be a police officer. Yeah, that I got would, that badge. Yeah, I know. Protect that and serve. Hail Satan. <laughs> that's Baphomet with his hands up and two kids looking up at him. Yeah, that's uh, that that it's pretty cool. I wonder if you can buy that. I know. I would love to have that fucking badge. Um. Okay. Yeah. So that all started because they didn't want "In God We Trust" on the police cars. So say the Satanic Temple's like here, put Satan on there. <laughs> Satan. <clears throat> That's pretty awesome. I want that badge somehow. I got it. Find someone that can get that badge. I'm sure you can, like. Etsy, somebody Etsy's probably making it, you know. Yeah. Um, okay. Is that it? Well, we got to do <sighs> fucking. Yes, just do it, man. Fucking pull the trigger. Or not. I can't find it. <laughs> Crap or crap. Bum, ba, da, da, the crap or crap. Bum, ba, da, da, the crap or crap. Is this crap or crap? The first question, the hole in the bottom of the metal lock has no purpose. It's a throwback from the time when blacksmiths made locks and used the opening for turning the metal as they beat the lock into shape. That doesn't I want to know me... what I can drink out of my asshole. That doesn't make any sense. The hole. I want to know what I can drink out of my asshole. Go ahead. The hole in the bottom of the metal lock has no purpose. It's a throwback when the time in the, from the time when blacksmiths made locks and used the opening for turning the metal as they beat the lock into shape. Ah, uh, I say crap. What does that weird. mean? Yeah, that's stupid. The hole at the bottom of the metal lock. I mean, if it's fact, it, they worded it all fucked up and shit. Yeah, I don't know how to answer this, so I'm going to say fact. <laughs> you said crap? Yeah. It is crap. The hole on, in the bottom of the lock has two uses. It helps to drain the water out of the lock, and the opening also allows access for lubricating the lock. This is the whole truth. That that makes sense because, you know, so you don't get it all fucking rusted up and shit. I I, I can't picture it then. The hole at the bottom of the lock. Like the lock that you, the the lock I'm seeing is the lock that you put on like your bike or whatever. No, just like a normal lock with the, the key. Right. Right. So there's probably a hole next to it that people don't know what it's for, but it's probably to drain water and lubricate the lock so it doesn't get rusted. All right, question number two. <clears throat> the flat, wool, pancake-shaped hat known as a beret was first worn by French royalty during the early 1800s. Dreidel, 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 spin this wooden top. Dreidel, 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 take off your top. <laughs> I'm a, a poet, dude. I am a poet. 
the flat wool, wool pancake-shaped hat known as the beret was first worn by French royalty during the early 1800s. I see fact. Fact. I say fact as well. Mofo. And the question, or the answer is, crap, fuck you. During the 1800s, the flat wool hats known as berets were worn by the entire peasant class of France. And the black beret continues to be the symbol of the peasant class in most of Europe today. From the peasants to Paris Hilton. Yeah. So it's kind of like a... I don't know. Symbol. A poor person. Of, like a symbol. Yeah. Like yeah. It symbolizes something. Um, question number fucking three. Almonds are not nuts. They are the seed of a fruit. Women, man. Let's face it, dude. They're pretty fucking nuts. <laughs> speaking of nuts. Yeah, speaking of nuts. Almonds are not nuts. They are the seed of a fruit. I say crap. I think that's pistachios. I say fact. Just because. It is fact. Shit. Almond joy. Okay. Question number four. Am I right? Is that four? I think so. Yeah, it is. Uh, NASA commissioned the inventor Paul C. Fisher to design a pen that would write in the zero gravity conditions of a space. Fisher patented the space pin in 1965 and has since that uh, and since that time has become the pin of choice for all NASA space missions. Am I supposed to be jerking off? That's a fact. I say fact too because I know the space pin. I almost bought that pin. It was every time I got one of those fun catalogs it's like space pin you can write anywhere upside down. And it was it was sold at NASA in Houston. Yeah. But it is crap, motherfucker. Shit. Uh, NASA never commissioned Fisher to invent the pen, which he spent about $1 million developing and patenting, but NASA did test, approve, and use the space pen on the Apollo shuttle and ISS space missions. Today, most astronauts prefer to use felt-tip markers. Okay, well, here's Annalise's question. Here's your question. It's question number four or five. Annalise. Uh, the hole in the top of the plastic pin cap. There's another hole question. The hole in the top of the plastic pin cap exists solely to reduce air pressure, allowing the cap to fill tightly over the pin's tip, a feature first designed by the Bitcorp Bic company. Mommy shit on me. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Want me to hear that? You want to hear that again? Yes. The hole in the tip or on the top of the plastic pin exists solely to reduce air pressure, allowing the cap to fit tightly over the pin's tip, a feature first designed by the Bic company. I haven't even noticed a hole on the top. Have you? What was that? Eat my butt and drink my nut for nutrition? (laughs) <laughs> I haven't noticed it. Well, when's the last time you actually like? Not the top of the cap. I, I thought I noticed a hole in the middle of the pen. You know? Yeah, yeah. I say I, crap. Then I, I say fa- I crap too. I say crap. Well, maybe it's at the top of the pen. Top. They didn't say at the very top of I the cap. I don't remember ever seeing a cap. the hole in the top of the plastic pen. Okay, yeah. I say 
I say fact. I changed it. It's fact. It's crap. Fuck you. <laughs> a tight uh, fit is essential, but it is not the hole's only purpose. If the pin is swallowed, the hole in the cap permits the air to pass through the cap, allowing the swallower to breathe and not suffocate. The right thing to do. What? So they're already anticipating stupid people, you know. Well, if people are shoving dumbbells in their asses. Exactly. People shoving dumbbells in their assholes and shoving freaking... Shot glasses in their, in their twat. Twat. Twat is it, man. All right, that's it. I'm off next week. It's my birthday week, and I do not want to see anybody. So. All right. We haven't played any black metal on this show, I don't think. Oh, okay. What are we what are we gonna listen to now, buddy? This is Watane <laughs> with Saramosa. All right, Dave, I know you love this shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, later. <laughs>